0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. You got to wonder, is the fix in? Why else would Joe Biden say this? We know that more and more ballots are cast in early voting or by mail in America. We know that many states don't start counting those ballots until after the polls close on November 8th. That means in some cases we won't know the winner of the election until after a few days after the election. It takes time to count all legitimate ballots. Now it's important for citizens to be patient as well. That's how it's supposed to work. If the polls are to be believed, the bottom is dropping out of the 2022 election for Democrats. That's not my opinion. That's a actual CNN headline this morning. The bottom is dropping out of the 2022 election for the Democrats. And I mean, in a historic way. Cook Report, for instance, which leans left and is headed by Dave Wasserman, told CNN that... Race ratings for 10 Democrat held seats are being moved into the more jeopardy jeopardy category, including, get this, three a plea apiece in Democrat areas of California and New York that have been safe for Democrats for decades. Over at Gallup, they were finding the same thing. Current ratings of the U.S. economy and national satisfaction are the lowest Gallup has measured ever, ever at a time of a midterm election over the life of these polling trends. CNN writes any one of these numbers would set off warning signals for the party in power in Washington. Combine all of them and consider we're just seven days from an election. And it appears as though Republicans are on the verge of a major national victory. We'll see. If I were them, I'd cheat. No, seriously, I'm not, I'm not joking. If I were them, I would cheat. Why? Because you know... As has been demonstrated to you by the GOP leadership, specifically Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, anybody in the GOP who complains about cheating, who complains about their race being stolen from them, will be categorically ignored and denied. Democrats know this. In fact, they've been counting on it since the last election. I'll get into that in a second. Remember, never, ever forget what happened. In the two weeks before Donald Trump shockingly endorsed Kevin McCarthy, who will be the Speaker of the House if the Republicans take it over, he was caught on telephone. Somebody recorded it. We still don't know who talking to Steve Scalise, the number two in Republican leadership, and that traitor Liz Cheney. And they were plotting to get elected Republican members of Congress who are supposed to be in their party and on their team canceled on social media for questioning whether the Democrats stole the election. Two weeks later, Trump, incredibly, would endorse McCarthy. It's a green light for election fraud. I don't know why they wouldn't do it. Granted, they'll have a lot harder time stealing House seats because most of them cover two to three different counties, two to three different boards of elections. That's tough to do. Senate seats, easy peasy. In fact... The most contentious Senate races are in the exact states that they stole in the 2020 election, not with voting machines, at least not that I know of, not that's ever been proven to my satisfaction anyway. Um, But in places like Wisconsin, where 170,000 ballots were handed out by the Biden campaign and remember this boards of elections in parks, every one of them illegal, you can't do that. A park is not an official polling place. And even if it was, you couldn't vote absentee there. In Wisconsin, absentee votes have to occur with a request in writing sent by mail. But they counted them anyway because COVID and, well, Democrats get to break the law. We don't, but they do. 170,000. They're preparing exactly that kind of steal in Pennsylvania. If Oz is going to win it, he's going to have to win it big. Big enough that they can't overcome it by cheating. But it appears, short of some cheating scheme I'm not thinking of, the House is slipping out of their control. And I want to touch on a couple of things here with this. These CNN numbers are devastating. The Gallup numbers, historically devastating. How did the Democrats get here? And this is the good news, folks, because for the first time, we fully understand it. If there is one message you've sent me on social media, one text my listeners have sent me on my show, it goes something like this. The Democrats are freaking me out. And they freak me out too. Why? Because they act as if they'll never face election again. And that if they did, they wouldn't care what you thought of what they did. They dropped the mask. They let it slip. In fact, it hit the floor. They weren't even trying. And trying to hide who they are used to be what they were really good at. And the question became why? Some of you tilted toward more wild conspiracies. They intended not to have elections, suspend them, blah, blah, blah. I doubted it would be that. But what were they thinking? How did they let it get this bad? With open contempt for everything from crime to the criminals they let into the streets to the inflation that they caused on purpose to the economic conditions Americans were suffering under, they just didn't give a damn. I've documented that in so many ways. But why? That was the scary part. Why? What did they know that we didn't know? Two things. And I think here's what happened. And there's a lot of good news in this. Coming out of this election, the 2021, they became confident that the GOP leadership would protect their voter fraud by ignoring it, by mocking anybody who brought it up, giving them a green light and a license to do it again. They also came to believe they could simply ignore laws on the books and scream voter suppression, as they did successfully in 2020, and illegally mail stacks of absentee ballots. We may see those same shenanigans again on election night. I don't know. And so they got sloppy. They were allowed to steal the election. They could let it all hang out. What we didn't know until this week was the other thing they were counting on, and they counted on it way too much. It caused them to make a series of critical errors. They were counting on their ability to censor with an iron fist. We didn't know it until the last month, but they had a whole censorship operation going, complete with little portals where federal bureaucrats loyal to the Democrats could go in and simply delete your posts or have them downgraded so low in the algorithm that nobody will ever see them except your grandma and her cat that the FBI, the CISA department, The Department of Homeland Security, the Biden administration, the CDC would lock you down and lock you up like they did in the 2020 election so much that it didn't matter if they let it all hang out because nobody was going to see it. It was going to be completely censored. And so they got sloppy. They got lazy. Now they're facing shockingly historically bad numbers. 80% concerned or very concerned about the economy. 79% telling liberal pollsters with YouGov, the country is out of control. Those were the exact words, out of control. These people, these elite white leftists, they don't hang out with regular people. They had no idea this was brewing in America or that they couldn't stop it by simply censoring, lying, and cheating. But these numbers prove one thing conclusively, didn't work. Americans are a combination of outraged and desperate. That's not good. But they've got an even bigger problem nobody's talking about right now. Suppose things turn out on election day about like the polls are suggesting massive GOP gains, a humiliation from the Democrats. For the Democrats, typically what would happen at this point is they'd pivot. They'd moderate. They can't. And it's their own fault. Their radicalized base, radicalized by them, won't let them. Any Moderate, wide-appeal candidate will be destroyed in the primaries. These voters didn't get this way overnight. The Democrats radicalized them. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. If you spend just half an hour, as I did the other day, sitting in a waiting room, flipping back and forth between CNN and MSNBC, it'll shock you. Everybody who disagrees with them is a Nazi or under the influence of Russia. They have so whipped their voters into a frenzy that they no longer live in reality. That's why you're seeing so many of them turn violent um, upon just laying eyes on a GOP candidate or campaigner. Think psychologically what it would be like to be one of them, to believe everything you've been told. You think that you lived through a coup. You think that you barely escaped the clutches of, of Vladimir Putin, who stole an election from you, took your democracy, installed Donald Trump, who was loyal to him. You narrowly escaped. Do You know what that does to somebody's psychology to believe that? Then you were told, on a loop, that everyone who disagrees with you is a Nazi and that we are on the brink of a Nazi takeover, that white supremacists are everywhere planning terror attacks. They might might kill your leaders. Folks, this is a typical week on CNN or CBS. It's that... Bad. These people, their followers, are terrified. Then you're told the world is coming to an end. Yep, we're all going to die from the climate change. You can't moderate on that. You can't compromise on that. If you're one of their candidates, because they made it so. Do you know the psychological scarring all of this produces? There was no Russian coup. There was no Russian meddling in the election. We're not Nazis. We're normal Americans. But they have no... Idea, you should see my text on on a daily basis. How many listeners' families have been shattered because literally their relatives think they're Nazis or Nazi sympathizers or Russian sympathizers or fascists? And look, I get it. If this was Nazi Germany and members of your family were signed up with the Nazi party, wouldn't you at least distance yourself? Wouldn't you be horrified? Wouldn't it be morally incumbent upon you to do so? They tore the country up. But they got a problem. You tell your followers this, you radicalize them at this level. You can't turn back. Not even when this philosophy of yours metastasizes. They won't allow moderates to win anymore in the primaries and continuing down this path will only destroy them. But remember, they didn't care. They figured they'd steal it all. That the GOP leadership could be counted on to ignore hundreds of thousands of ballots illegally mailed from God knows who. Bottom line, if they lose big, they can't recreate themselves. They can't pivot back. This is a massive problem. A new face might help. A soft-spoken Amy Klobuchar or Pete Buttigieg, perhaps. But if they don't repeat these themes, they won't win. If they don't go on, continue gutting our energy supply, shutting down industry in the process, and generally wrecking the American economy in pursuit of bizarre climate change goals, they won't make it out of the primary. They, this party, has a massive, massive problem. They got another problem, too. It's a big one. That evil censorship network they were counting on, the one we suspected might exist or come to exist in the future, the one that has actually existed inside the Department of Homeland Security since 2018, it ain't secret anymore. We've got all the internal documents. We even know how they do it. We even know the web address for the portals they use to censor news. Folks, the reason that the news censorship on social media is such a, a big deal. This because more than half of Americans get their news primarily from social media. It doesn't matter if you personally are on it. It affects your life. What is said there. Even if you never log on or open a single account, it's critical. In this environment, they have only one option. Because they've closed off all other pla- paths to themselves by radicalizing. their already lunatic fringe, psychologically scarred followers. And that path, the only option they got left. Is to double down, triple down, go full scale, iron fist authoritarian on the censorship. That would have been a lot easier if the, if The Intercept had never published the article Truth Cops, which should be required reading for every American. Remember, The Intercept is not a right wing publication. It's a left wing publication. And they were horrified. At the level of control that the Democrats, Department of Homeland Security, CISA, CDC, Treasury Department and the FBI have. How much longer they'll have it with that lawsuit pending from the attorneys general of Louisiana and Missouri is unknown. But now we know and we know how to fight them. You can't fight what you can't see. So depending on election fraud, mass censorship, that is also illegal and unconstitutional going forward. It's going to be problematic. And I want to leave you with one more thought here. Look at the numbers the GOP is pulling and understand this. We didn't fight at all. At all. In fact, Mitch McConnell, leader of the Republicans in the Senate, has done his level best to ensure the Democrats win. Why? Because if the Republicans win, there's going to be an absolute brawl over the leader's job, which McConnell currently holds. And there's a good chance Rick Scott will take it from him. So McConnell has been pulling money out from underneath Republicans in the general election. Scott has been coming back and putting it back. For instance, Don Bolduc, who is now ahead of Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire. Yep, Mitch McConnell yanked the funding out from underneath him, trying to help the Democrat Hassan win, while Scott came in and pumped a million dollars into the race. This is where we are. But that's a good thing. Wait, what? No, not what Mitch McConnell did. But the fact, folks, the GOP leadership didn't fight at all. I can't even tell you what their unified message actually is here. And other than Kevin McCarthy going on uh, Sean Hannity for 10 minutes a night where only people who already voted for Republicans will see him. We didn't fight at all. And look where we are. Because of who they are. You should take comfort from that. Now sit back and imagine for a minute what we could accomplish. Because we don't know. We've never seen it. What we could accomplish with just one leader who supports us. And by that, I don't just mean Trump, okay? He's canceled right now. That's a complicated question. We can get to it in another podcast. I mean, if just McCarthy or just McConnell were replaced by somebody who wanted to fight. I'm telling you, it would be earth shattering somebody who said no they're not going to cancel our candidates no we're not going to continue to allow google to hide 83 percent of gop senate ads while amplifying the democrats ads we're not going to let them bury our fundraising emails uh, anymore inside gmail and cost us a billion cost us a billion dollars per election cycle which is what google helped the democrats cost the republicans in 2020 if we actually fought We don't know yet what we could do, and we didn't fight, and the Democrats are seeing historically bad numbers. What does this mean? Country ain't gone, folks. Far from it. If we fight, we can absolutely take it back, but we cannot accept another term as the leader of the Senate by Mitch McConnell and another term as the House Speaker by Kevin McCarthy, or we will lose. Lose what? Lose the country. I want to leave you with one last thought. It's kind of mind-boggling if you think about it. It's incredible that the Democrats right now are putting up historically bad, worst ever numbers in Gallup. Because, think what they have going for them. I mean, we just looked at the Media Research Center coverage. They did a study um, of the races. 87% of their coverage has been negative toward Republicans. We have a censorship regime going by the Democrats who have literally portals to go on and get rid of any arguments that make them look bad or that they, you know, can't fight back against. We are virtually silenced and they're putting up record-breaking numbers. I mean, that's incredible. I don't know how I would fix that. If I was their leadership, I would even begin to know. Again, the only option they have is to go full Iron Fist, totalitarian, almost total wipeout and cancellation. And let me assure you that, now that the American people know what they're doing, will blow the heck up in their faces. We're in a good place, guys. We're in a good place. If we can win on Tuesday and if we can fight just one leader. Besides Donald Trump, who will fight, It will be enough. Battleground America with Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.